This Wellness Couch podcast proudly brought to you by the Nourish Me Organics Gut Health Gurus podcast hosted by food scientist Kribben Govinda. If you're fascinated by all things gut health, the microbiome, fermented foods, mental health, mitochondrial health and more, then search for the Nourish Me Organics Gut Health Gurus podcast on your favorite podcast app and get listening. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and gee whiz, I'm excited to introduce the co-founder of The Wellness Couch, the founder of Forage Cereal, my brother from another mother, about to be my Greek uh, cohort, my uh, room-sharing buddy in Ikaria. He is the incredible Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Hello, legend. Uh, how excited are you? I'm Mate, just pumped. I'm, I am. What are we going Oh, can't believe it. We've come off the Wellness Summit. We've had a great little chat. We've had. We're now going into this Athens trip or Ikaria trip. I tell you what, PC, are we we living a blessed life or what? Oh, we are, and and so blessed are we that I already have people talking to me, and you may have them talking to you about our trip in 2020. So I'm just going to say this now because if I don't, I'll forget, and people will go, oh, "I didn't know you were going." Uh, yeah. This episode proudly brought to you by our return to Ikaria in 2020 for the 100 Not Out Longevity Experience. If you're getting the FOMOs that you're not coming with us this year and it's on your bucket list to go to the island where people forget to die, it is by application only. All the details are at 100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. Fill in your application. On our return, we'll process it. It's first in best dress. There's no payment when you apply. It's free to apply. And then Damo and myself um, will have a chat with you on our return to see if it's the right fit. So if you want to come with us, yeah. it's by application at 100notout.com. Can I just say that's important? Absolutely. That's important because we, we want to make sure that you're the right person to come with us. Now, that doesn't mean that if you have low self-confidence, don't think that we're not going to choose you. It's just that if, you know, if we've got very differing values or we've got very different um, thoughts around the world and or even expectations of what the trip actually is, it's better to have a chat about it rather than actually coming and then nobody really enjoying you or you not enjoying us. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So that's the reason why we're doing the interview. And so it's just to make sure that everything's clear, your expectations are set. Um you know, it's, I think it's really important that we do do that because what if you come on a trip and you don't like it and you're stuck with us for 10 days and vice versa? So that's what it's all about. On the other side of the planet, that's the other thing. It's not like you you're on the Gold Coast. You can't escape. You can't you're, on a, you're on a deserted island, not a deserted yeah. island. You're on an island. <laughs> not easy to get off it. Um, and so, yeah, we do like to educate all applicants on exactly what the trip entails. We're almost overshare on these application calls just so you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. And like you said, Damo, we're not looking for a massive bunch of extroverts. We're actually looking for a beautiful blend, actually, of the introverts and the extroverts. And and it always the, the group dynamics of this trip is always one of the most beautiful things to see unfold. And um, I'm sure you saw Judy at uh, the Wellness Summit who attended our Ikadian Longevity Experience to see Judy there. last she year. Look, I couldn't believe it. She Do you just, want the – go on. Guy, she just looked great. She was in great health great vibrancy she was very she was just i was just really i was so happy to see you so happy it was great can i give you the world exclusive 
Yeah, go on. She's coming back in 2020. Really? Yep. Dead set. No joke. <laughs> is that? Yep. Locked How and loaded. Is that? So, that. if there is no, one thing, crazy. if there's one thing that uh, this is not important for the listeners, so you can skip 15 seconds. But people that come back for the second time, they don't need to apply because we know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Judy, Judy, you don't need to apply because people, when they get to the end of those conversations, they go, "So, did I pass? <laughs> Am I in?" <laughs> Um, did I make it? Did I make it? Now, hmm. since we last spoke, um, you're in a new home. <laughs> now, move. I think this I is um, this is the the one. Not, I know there's many life experiences that uh, that we all have and don't have. But 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 moving into a home that is your home, you might go, oh no, it's not our home. It's the bank's home. But you know, moving into your home, not a rental home that you've bought. Just describe yeah. for me and the listeners um, how how different does it feel? But buying your own home? Well, moving that 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 experience of like putting furniture down that you know you well, I'm going to guess you're not going to be moving it in 12 months or 24 months. It could be sitting there for five or ten years. You want to drill a hole in a wall? Go for your life. You want to pull a plant out of the garden you don't like, go for your life. You want to, you know, how does it feel to like have that level of liberalism um, on your own property? Like, and, and I might not even be hitting the mark. Maybe there are other things that I haven't, again, I'm very curious about this human emotion of this is our home. Like, how? what does that feel like? <laughs> well, it's a great feeling. I think the, you know, I've rented for a long time and I've rented for a long time because I fell out of the property market. So the lesson I learned was once you're in the property market, stay in the property market or if you sell out, buy straight back in. Don't get out and then try to come back in later because you missed the boat. So don't try and time it. And if, yeah, don't time it. You can't predict the market. You can't predict if it's going to be high or low, if it's going to you know drop or be flat or whatever. It's just it's not possible. So once you get the chance to get into the market, get into the market in whichever way you can, whether it be with a little place or a big place, and then stay in it and just keep on building. That's that's what I learned. Um, and so if I could share any advice with you, PC, the quicker you get into the market, the the better. Just get in and do it. You know. So for me now. I've literally, like, I literally, while I was waiting for my NBN to be set up just then, which is, <laughs> you know, thank you very much, NBN Co. You're an absolute punish to the world. Um, <laughs> I was sanding the wall because I've put a couple of little, I've taken some stuff off the wall, which resulted in some holes in the wall. So I've patched those holes up. Now I'm sanding it back to paint the wall. And I get to do this stuff. And I mean, I love doing this stuff anyway. I would have done it at a rental when I was, you know, because I'm house proud. But to be able to do it in my own place is a really nice feeling, PC. It's good. You know, you feel like you can, you know, you've got your own little stake in the ground and you get to just do stuff with it. I like that. So, we talk a lot on this podcast about um, loving where you live and I was having a chat to Alison Bell uh, from Broth of Life just today and oh, yeah. always remember that Alison listened to one of our podcasts about the nutrient um, and it is a nutrient, it's not some luxury, the nu- the nutrient that is just loving where you live and what that does for your own well-being and, and Alison listened to our podcast and that was her epiphany to get out of Sydney and move up to the sunny coast and um, oh, a few years down the that track. Was, that was a great podcast, wasn't it? That oh, one. yeah, it really struck a chord. Yeah. Um, and what so, yeah, I think it's really something that doesn't get spoken a lot about in society and when and when you talk about it, it's a really key um, part of life. And so we're obviously just about to go over to Ikaria. I bought a couple of gifts for Yanni and Joanna. Um, yeah. Yep, I bought, uh, we bought them. 
uh, I might say. We bought them. I just did this yesterday, so I haven't actually told you this. We bought them a tablecloth to yeah. match the apron that we gave Joanna last year. I uh, went to the same store, Aboriginal, uh, local Aboriginal uh, designer uh, tablecloth. Yeah. Um, and a boomerang for Thayer to put in the restaurant because we gave one to Yanni last year. But this time, I actually got, uh, it's, I got a, I got a returning boomerang, like one that you can throw because I have a feeling that Ilya will probably want to get the boomerang and go nuts with it and actually literally give it a throw. So I said, ah. get me a throw, but don't get me just a decorative boomerang that you can't throw. Because yeah. Ilya, don't you reckon he'll be like, give he'll me, love it. give me, a, let me at it, let me have a go. <laughs> he'll start using <laughs> it up on the farm. To we're all we're all gonna want to run and duck for cover. I gotta yeah. tell you, because yeah. Ilya cheapers. Yeah, I almost That's got like- him a I almost got him a shirt from the Panagetti, but I thought I don't know if I can. I almost got got him a uh, Aboriginal art shirt for the Panagetti. Did did you? <laughs> I didn't get it. I don't know. Do you twist my arm and tell me if you think I should get it? But I thought, oh, how would a great guy, how would an Ikadian local explain the Aboriginal art on his new shirt at the Panagetti? <laughs> I was trying to explain like how, how, and how would we explain it? Um, anyway, so I'm completely digressing here, but... Um, what I was going to say, what what I was going to there was the, the feeling like their feeling of home is yeah. so strong because either one, they've never left the island or two, maybe yes. they've gone to Athens to visit or whatever. But there is such an identity with not just their home but their community. So, you have lived uh, Bayside for, well, uh, I was gonna, almost going to say for as long as I've known you. Um, now that you actually have a home there, not not a rental, but a home, does it does it does it change the way you feel about living in your community? No, because I love my community. Like I love walking down the street and saying good day to the barber, or loving you know walking down the street and saying hi to the people in the bakery or whatever else. So it's same as you. Like when you head down to your local coffee shop and everybody knows you. When, when I go down to St. Martin's or I go down to Sons of Mary or I go to Zeppelin or I go to, you know, any of the places that I go to, I'm there for a chat, not just for a feed. So mm. um, I love that. And so for me, I've always been a bit of a chatter. Like people used to joke about it. You know, when I worked in Geelong at Maya, um, I would try and walk through from Mallop Street to the back end of it. Um, and it could take me 20 minutes just to get through the ground floor uh, just because I'd stop and chat with people. And so people used to think that was quite funny. I, and now it annoys Amber and Jackson no end because I'm the last person to leave. I could be the, the last person to get there, but I would definitely be the last person to leave even if we're the first people to start leaving just because I have chats and all that sort of stuff. So for me, when we go to Ikaria and we stop and we chat and have a conversation, that floats my boat because that's what I really love mm. to do. So being in my community and now being a homeowner in my community, uh, I'm even happier. Like it's the same for you. Like if you end up buying in your community, you will love it even more. You'll love it even more. Well, this is the thing about um, I've just written this down. Social and chats is for our listeners, you know, wondering about their own sense of home right now. Like, do you feel the same way? Because I think no matter how introverted you are, you Mm. if you feel a sense of home around your community. You would love going down to get a coffee or go out to dinner or 
uh, even if you're at the doctor or the Cairo or whatever, you want to be able to feel comfortable in the waiting room talking to um, neighbors, uh, fellow community yeah. members. Um, the other thing that I noticed, and I don't know if we've spoken about this before, but I think you definitely feel, you definitely know if you're in the right community when you start to care about local issues and, and you raised this yeah. um, quite strongly at the Wellness Summit. You did it so well. I, I, I noticed just the other week that, I was really starting to get quite frustrated, to use a, a more uh, polite word, at the state of the one of the public toilets in Brunswick Heads. And I was like, yeah. seriously, like, <laughs> we could just raise some money and spend 20 grand on fixing this place up just to look a bit nice because at the moment it's just so derelict. And I was like, oh, this is good. This is a, this is a really good um, clue that I love living here because I actually care about the state of the public toilets, if that makes sense. Whereas I like if, it. if and, and these are the things where I go, you know what, this is this is this is my place because this is what I'm caring about. And there's often that conversation about, you know, uh, think global, act local. And yep. I feel like a lot of people, particularly you know, young ones growing up, are often so determined to think global, and then they get so overwhelmed because they're trying to act global big causes and, and massive missions and it's just so overwhelming that often it's just yep. saying hi to to someone down the street that hasn't had a, a meaningful conversation with someone in too long is, is such a, a simple way to create positive change in the world. Are there other things in your life, living where you live, that you feel like really, um, you know, just demonstrate to you that you're in the right place? Yeah, for, well, for sure. Um I'm I'm definitely a concerned local member, even to the extent that I'll go and visit and sit there for hours on end with my local member of parliament just to have discussions. I don't know if you know that I do that, but I, I I've been, been down to see I, I've been down to see James Newbury I think now three times, and I'm going again next well not next week now. Uh, I'm going again. I think it's October, the first week of October. It must yeah, be. don't go so, next week because we'll be in yeah. Greece. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I was about to say next week, but it's it's the first week of October, so I'm I'm back to see James again to discuss more local issues and all that sort of stuff. And so for me, like when I look around and I see we've got bumpy roads or big potholes and all that sort of stuff in my community, I'm like going, but where we live, we're paying massive amounts of land tax and rate tax and all this sort of stuff. Why aren't we getting good roads? So I want to ask those questions, and that's that's the stuff that I get concerned. You about. know, um, this is this is going to sound. This is not contradicting what you just said. This is just a little story that I had my my twenty year school reunion um, the night before the wellness summit. Yeah, and uh, right. and my and mates. Oh, it was, it was amazing. It was fabulous. And I forgot that it was going to be in a pub, and I was going to be talking really loudly, and so my voice was shot to bits at the start of the <laughs> wellness summit. But uh, a couple of mates are like, you know, where are you living? What are you up to? And I said, oh, I'm up in Byron. And they said, Oh, how is it? I said, Oh, it's awesome. Love it. Um, you know, there's a few things that aren't on the brochure, like, you know, the roads have got potholes. I said, oh, the roads, you poor thing. The roads, the roads. Poor Marcus, the roads, you know. And I was like, oh, shivers. I'm sounding like that precious local now where all of the locals are whinging about the roads and I've come into the hustle and bustle of Melbourne where people love the idea of, you know, getting up to Byron for a little holiday and in comes this precious little resident whinging and moaning about the roads. Um but well, you know these, what? Are, these are the things. These are when you care about your local community. Um, these are the things that you care about, and and you do yeah. want to know where your money's being spent. Not even your money, but all of your neighbours' money and everyone else in the community. And you care about 
local issues, whether it's state of the toilet, state of the schools, state of the roads, and I think it's a good thing. This is what you care about. But you've got to do something about it. You can't just, you know, have a bit of a moan about it and then sit back and do nothing, you know. So, I, I, and, and this relates to health, and I, I did a big call out. I yeah, called out you, everybody at the Wellness Summit. I said, Tell people Get what you said. Back. Yes. Tell people what you said. Um, I was talking about, I said that's right, I said that naturopathy, you know, I, the last year at the Wellness Summit I said if you don't go and speak to your local member about naturopathy, then it will be taken away from you and you won't have access to it through your health insurance. And everyone's going, oh, yeah, that's nice, Damien, good on you. Uh, <laughs> keep on slapping fish and smoke bongs, you know. And so what ended up happening was we had naturopathy taken away from us. So then I said, if you don't want to be able to take your children or your grandchildren to a chiropractor because chiropractic is under the spotlight at the moment because of the health minister, Jenny McCarkos in Victoria, um, not really understanding what chiropractic is all about. Um, if you don't, if you, if you want chiropractic to stay, then you have to go speak to your health, you know, your local uh, member for parliament because if you don't speak to them, they don't, know what to speak about so in other words he said james said to me nobody comes to visit me so i don't know what the issues are i can guess what the issues are because i'm a dad and i go to the local school with my kids and i can canvas stuff that's going on but once you're the local member people stay away from you they don't mm. want to speak to you so he said i don't actually know what are the issues except for the things that i think are local issues so but if people came to talk to me about it i would have things to talk about when i go to parliament so i was like going wow how cool is that i'm going to go and talk to you more often so i i now go to him regularly and talk to him about the local issues and you know issues surrounding chiropractic and issues surrounding you know access to kindergartens and play groups and all kinds of different things you know so i like to have those conversations and i do think this is a wonderful um representation of what it means to to love where you live and have pride of where you live and and when you uh, feel pulled and compelled to meet with a local member i think that that's not yeah. because you're just as busy as every other busy person going around you know what i mean it's not as if anyone could say i don't have the time to go and visit my local member i think it's all yeah. about priorities and going well hold on a minute like and you really called it out wonderfully at the summit is like don't just say oh damo that's nice good idea you rock thank you for championing the cause you were yeah. saying, like, how many people here went and actually organized a meeting with their local member? And you weren't saying it to go, oh, I'm better than you and, and gold medal for me and you all suck eggs. It's literally, how are you walking the talk? Um, or, or is everyone just going to give me a clap at the end and, and move on to the next topic? And I think that's, it was really, it was a wonderfully abrupt moment because no one was expecting it. And I think mm. putting the onus and, and putting responsibility on people to take action in their local community is key. And I think just, and you know, and what we're saying here is a, a big step before that is to make sure you are in the local community that you care so much about to actually take a stand for. And Agreed. You know. Agreed. Well, there's that. There's that. So, look at what's happening in Hong Kong at the moment. Um, people are marching in the streets. They're rejecting the government. They're saying, you know, give us a fair go. We're not going to go down that route. You know, listen to us. We're the people, all that sort of stuff. And generally what happens in Australia now is if you protest, you just get put in jail or you just mm. get ignored because we don't make enough noise. The media enough. try and make you look like a – they try and make you look, yeah, pathetic. Um, pathetic, yeah. yeah. And like exactly. someone that's got no life, there's a, there's a real thing about – 
I know even in Byron, it's like, oh, you know, yes, we do have jobs and we do have kids and we're not like these Centrelink, you know, uh, low-income earners just trying to fill our time and protest. It's like we're actually we're educated, we care, um, we've got a vision, you know, we know what we stand for. And, you know, I think that's something that the media could probably improve is just the way that they cover um, any type of, of, you know, particularly a silent mature, not silent is not the right word, mature protesting still gets a bad rap. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know, what's interesting is that the media could actually improve on a few things. <laughs> you know, they no, they're perfect. They're the news. golden child. <laughs> they can report news. That would be a good thing. Um, they can actually tell some good stories for a change. Mm-hmm. They could ignore Donald Trump. That would be a great thing. Um, what else could they do? great media few- fodder. He gets people watching. They, 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 they'd argue they'd go out of business. Space. You know? That's true. They'd argue they'd go out of business. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. All right. Well, what, else do you, what do you focus on, PC? Just quickly before we wrap up, what do you focus on in your local community? Because like, if we think about what happens in Ikaria, let's, let's – what are they? They focus on each other. They, they are very much, um, very much caring for each other. So I think that's, that's the thing that is – um, even up here, it's it's there's a, people talk about that it's lacking. Is that people are all really kind to each other, and there's a lot of that community spirit. But actually, and we've noticed this a lot with Spencer, um, you know, being born as well. Is like when your first child comes along, like everyone's all over you trying to help. But when your fourth child comes along, you know, it, it's almost it, not not it's not news, but you know what I mean. It's kind of a, it's just it's not as Bigger deal. So there's a, there was a bit of a um, a conversation happening that people don't put themselves out enough for other people because we're also busy doing our own thing. And so it's quite exceptional yeah. these days for someone to come around and bring a meal around or come around. And um, I know Sarah was touched when we moved house that one of the mums organised a lot of other mums. Sarah was pregnant, and one of the mums organised like eight or ten other mums to come around and all pitch in on the clean. And so Sarah yeah. didn't have to clean the high out there, which is like it's phenomenal. But that's the thing that that would happen in Ikaria. That would actually, if you were moving or something happened, like they'd get the town. Imagine if we were in Nas and we were moving from the bottom of the hill to the top of the hill. Well, it's not as if everyone would just go to work and leave you to do it. Everyone would take the day off work and help it, you do it. Isn't that great? That's what would happen in Ikaria, wouldn't it? It's the same with the Panagetti. Yeah. If, they, if they know they're raising raising funds for your local town. Um, yeah. They all take a day off work, even if it's midweek, and they come and they buy your goats and your chips and your salad and your bread and your wine and your water, and mm. they put all the money into your community. And even if it means loss of income and loss of other things, they yeah. still do it because they, they care. And that's probably the is thing that, that is, I'm not going to say it's missing because it happens, but it's just a very rare, it's, it's so abnormal that that is newsworthy these days if someone really goes out of their way to help someone else. Um, and I, I'll put my hand up. I'm not great at it. I'm selfish. I'm often, you know, doing stuff for my own life. So I'm not, you know, I'm not pointing any fingers. It's just that is a very unique um, behavior these days. Wouldn't it be nice to bring that back? Wouldn't it be nice? I think yeah. everyone would feel good with that. I think everyone would feel nice with yeah. that. They'd feel like, yeah, my community's improved because we all start to care about each other more. And I think if it's the good old, if if you can just help one person, it's like you know, if you if you can just do it once. And I don't know about you, but it's like often these things happen at really 
inconvenient times. It's the good old, the car breaks down on the side of the road and 400 cars go past you and then one stops. Like, how touched do you feel um, for, that, for that one person that helped you? But it wasn't as if they were any less inconvenienced by it. It's just they had the heart to do it. And we've yeah. all been that person that's driven past. Um, yeah, true. Like- well, I drove past a car today that was on fire and I felt horrendous. But I was running late for wow. golf. So I was like, going, oh, what do I do? Do yeah. I stop? I saw someone else stop and he's like, this car is literally on the inside was on fire inside the car. And I was like, oh, far out. Like I really should stop this poor bloke. And uh, and I didn't. And I hope he's – I'm sure that everything's okay. But, you know, I, I felt so bad for the whole of the day. And that's the reason why I'm bringing it up now is because I feel bad about it. If I didn't feel bad about it, yeah. I wouldn't talk about it. But I thought I wish I wasn't as rushed so that I could have actually helped this poor guy out. You know what I mean? They are and courageous of you to actually say that. Like they are the – they are the whatever – they are the moments where we – we're in 99 times out of 100. Yeah, we keep driving and wish the person well. And I think that's – I'm really looking forward to Icaria for that because obviously when we're going back for the third time, it's like what will be the aha moment this time? And, yeah. you know, hearing you talk at the summit was like you're so more – you know, I've probably known you for, what, seven years, seven, eight years now. You are so much more now about, you know, the – I'm not going to say the world but – society let's just call it victoria right and it's not mm-hmm. so much about you know damien jackson and amber and i'm you know i'm really curious as my kids get older does your sphere become bigger like i'm definitely becoming more environmental or worrying more about local issues or whatever schools and that five years ago i couldn't give a stuff it's like i just want my little babies to be all right and sarah to get some sleep and me to work and do you know what i mean yeah, and so I'm I'm looking forward to uh, this trip um, to Ikaria, one year older. For me, this little island is a place where so many of life lessons are there, but you can only learn them when you're ready. And I'm really mm. curious to see if this up up level of say community spirit, if um if my hunches if my hunches on the on the money, if this will be the thing that makes me just yeah mature or develop that a little bit more. Hmm. Could be. So, anyway, Could fun and games. Um, fun over games. and out, mate. I'm going to see you uh, in Athens. Um, well, as we record this, I'll be seeing you in about five days in Athens. Um, hey. For people listening to this, we're probably either on a plane or there by now. So, um, as we said, if you are itching to join us in 2020, head on over to 100notout.com, fill out the application, and we will process that on our return. Uh, whilst we're in Ikaria, um, stay on our socials, uh, Damien Christoph, Marcus Pierce, and 100 Not Out. We don't give the 100 Not Out Facebook page a lot of love, so it's probably going to be no. more on our personals, <laughs> but um, you never know. If uh, if the Wi-Fi is going strong, we might be able to share it over to 100 Not Out and um, let it all happen. But, Damo, as always, thanks again for squeezing this episode in before we jet set over to Athens. All the best with your friends at MBN Co. Um, and as always, great man, thanks for, thanks for your wisdom. Thank you, PC. Thanks so much, mate. It's always great to chat. To find out more about the great man, head on over to DamienChristoph.com. That's Damien with an A. Myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. That's P-S-E-A. Uh, big shout out to everyone who makes this podcast possible, especially Joseph Tomo, our editor, Rosie Garner, who does our social media, and the entire Wellness Couch team. Remember, share this podcast with a friend, family member, colleague. Show them how podcasts work. You will open up a whole new world for them. And until next week, as always, we'll be coming live from Ikaria this time on 100 Not Out this time next week. Continue. 
to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.